Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, September 23rd, 2022. Today on the Ether, the CZ AMA, hosted by Binance. Let's take a listen. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining. Um, CZ will be here in a minute. As usual, just a reminder, we're going to have CZ for about 30 minutes. We'll try and fit in as many questions as we can during that time. If you'd like to come on stage and ask a question, please raise your hand um, and I'll bring as many of you on stage as possible. Um, please be ready to get straight to the question. Uh, also, don't chill any project projects or ask any other un- or add in any unnecessary details. Like I said, we don't have much time, so we'll try and keep as efficient as possible. Um, I'll also try and go in order of when people are added on stage as well. So if you do get added, um, just take note of that so you can expect when your question is next to. Thanks. Uh, oh, looks like CZ's here. Hey, CZ, how are you doing? Hey, guys, how are you? <clears throat> Great. So we've just done the intro. Bring on a couple of people now, so we'll get started. Sure. Making it running a tweet now. Perfect. Tudor, are you there? Do you want to go ahead? Yeah, good, good, good morning, everyone. Um, first of all, I want to say I'm actually really excited to, to have CZ here to answer a few questions of mine. So just with, without relating, I just want to ask, recently we've seen Binance coming together in collaboration with Nigeria in, with cryptocurrency in view. And just yesterday, the board of advisory was released, and the former chairman of Nigeria is was was among the list. So, so CZ, what, what does this mean for the future of cryptocurrency in Nigeria? And and are we seeing you anytime soon in Nigeria just to um, push adoption in Nigeria? Sure. Um, yeah. Well, it's good to speak to you, Tudor. Um, you know, we've been interacting on Twitter for quite a while, and um, yeah, I think first of all, the um, advisory board. Um, it's uh, well, and how things are going in that way. Um, I think. Crypto needs to work with traditional um, financial institutions. We need to be compliant. We need to integrate. We, we don't need to be completely separated from that. Today, 99.9% of the money is still, still in fiat. Um, so in order to move that money into crypto, we need to integrate. So um, And also Binance, the centralized exchange. Uh, Binance.com is probably the most scrutinized um, organization on the planet. Every regulator in every country is looking at it very intently. Um, it's, uh, it's a lot of pressure, but it's also a lot of opportunity. We can set the example of being the most compliant exchange, and we can communicate with regulators. We can give them confidence. So having that advisory board with um, people with very strong backgrounds uh, is going to help us. So um, and the advisory board is one thing, and there's many things that happens underneath or a bit, uh, behind the scenes. Um, uh, we have very large teams that uh, uh, that works on the compliance efforts. So um, we want to set an example to be the leading. Uh, we're not we're not only the largest exchange; we're also the most compliant. And today, Binance have the most licenses around the world. 
Um, so we have France, Italy, Spain, Dubai, Bahrain, uh, um, uh, and many other places. We also have 44 li uh, licenses in the United States. Uh, Binance US ha uh, has them. So um, that's kind of the general direction where we're going. And that's why the um, uh, Global Adv Advisory Board is um, extremely senior, um, extremely, uh, very uh, relatively uh, extremely experienced people, extremely credible people, relatively high profile. Um, so that's important. Um, for Nigeria, um, I do plan to visit. Um, I was actually going to plan to visit some time ago, but um, uh, other trips keep getting, uh, uh, the trip schedule keep, keep changing. So I don't know my exact schedule yet, um, but I will definitely try to, uh, I'll, I'll, try, I'll try to make an effort there. Um, Nigeria is a big, uh, is an important market for crypto and for us. So uh, yeah, I've been to Africa four times this year, um, but hopefully I'll make, I'll make it to, uh, to Nigeria soon. Great. Well, thanks for the question, Tudor. Uh, Vegas, you're next. See you there. Hi, guys. Um, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, so I just have a, a quick question to, to Cizzy uh, regarding the Luna Classic um, uh, burn uh, on the spot trading. Um, so uh, you left a comment on the, uh, lo uh, long ago on Twitter uh, saying for us to implement it on chain uh, uh, before we start talking about implementing on the, on the, on the sex itself. So we did that. Uh, are you still thinking to 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 support uh, more the community uh, regarding these uh, aspects? Uh, all of this being said, uh, in name of the community, I have to say thank you for for supporting uh, the loan community in so many other ways as well. Thank you, guys. Uh, sure. Uh, thanks for the question. And uh, so Luna Luna Classic is a is a is an interesting situation. Uh, so I didn't make the comment. I think the blockchain should implement the burn first, but. I did not promise saying that right afterwards Binance will do X, Y, and Z. Um, I did not do that, but that people may in, imply that or infer that. I can I can see where that's coming from. Um, but the centralized exchanges have um, different well have considerations. Um, if you think about the game theory, right? Um, sure, everybody wants everybody else to burn one point two percent per transaction. Um, but any uh, but from a user perspective, if Binance charges uh, 1.2% uh, fees per transaction, um, we're not going to burn very much, I can tell you. Um, basically, no one's going to trade on Binance. Uh, it's very similar to certain countries implementing a 1.2% tax per transaction. Guess what? Um, those exchanges in those countries, the volume goes to zero or, 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 or very close to zero. So um, by centralized exchanges, uh, unless we can get all the centralized exchanges in the world to charge to, to do this, um, it's not going to work. So um, any exchange that implements a 1.2% transaction trading fee per transaction, uh, this is not going to be any trading volume. You trade 50 times, uh, you have zero. Um, so... <clears throat> um, so, uh, uh, and there's no way to collectively organize all the exchanges in the world to, to do it in the, at the same time. Um, so that's the, that's the thing where on the blockchain you can implement it is at the protocol level. Anybody who wants to use that protocol will have to pay that. To be honest, the 1.2% burn will make use cases on the blockchain kind of meaningless. Um, sorry for my direct, uh, directness. Um, because look, uh, if... If, if Ethereum charges 1.2% fee, nobody's going to use it. Um, if Bitcoin charges 1.2% fee, not that many people are going to use it. So um, it's, gonna, it's actually going to make that blockchain less useful. Um, um, but everybody wants, you know, but that blockchain was not, uh, uh, was kind of abandoned by the project team anyway. So um, 
Yeah, so for us, we need we we already supporting Luna C, and uh, we want to continue to support it. But we don't want to be in a situation where we won't be able to support it, and we don't want to be in a situation where you know everybody else just you know uh, uh, they, if we charge one point two percent, no no one no one and no one and no other other exchanges don't do it at the same time. No one's going to trade on Binance, so we're not going to we're not going to help them very much. Um, so that's my view. Um, I will try to clarify that in some writing, but um, if you think about, if you think through that, um, that's basically the implication. Uh, so, um, and also this voting mechanism, uh, if you have a, if you have a bunch of people who are not involved, vote, vote on something and they don't have the, um, they don't have the ability to enforce that globally, uh, the voting is somewhat uh, meaningless, right? So you can vote on the blockchain. The blockchain does it. Okay, Every, everybody using the blockchain does it. But today I can vote for all, all, all centralized exchanges to charge zero fees, period. Everybody will vote yes. Um, but can we implement it? Probably not. So the voting, I think that community voting shows what the community wants, which is important. But there are interesting implications on the execution, on the execution and the side effects of it, I think, which are not um, that well thought through. So that's kind of my view. I could be wrong. Yeah. All right. Great. Thanks for the insight there, CZ. Let's move over to Crypto King. If not there, we'll go to next in line, which is Amin. Amin, are you there? Hello. Uh, hey everyone, and uh, really happy to see that uh, that these AMAs are organized in a very uh, very good manner. Okay, and the level of discussion is really good. So, really, uh, really good thing here. Um, quick question, CZ. I mean, I'm uh, one of the basically the exchanges that started just after you, probably like two months ago. Unfortunately, two months after you, you launched Binance, but unfortunately, uh, I failed. Okay. And uh, and I've been uh, basically following this uh, this uh, immense growth that Binance has been having, a little bit enviously, but uh, at the same time it benefits the whole environment, etc. The the Gensler came up and said basically they are convinced that the crypto uh, space is uh, concentrated in few players and it's uh, much more concentrated than the people think. And obviously they're talking about you and they're talking about the people that. Uh, that are uh, uh, basically leading this environment, okay? Um, my question to you is, what, what's, what's the future plan in order to make uh, a kind of Binance less of a, of a heavy weight? Because otherwise, it starts to become a big risk on the industry. Uh, today, Binance, for example, is based out of the UAE. Obviously, uh, that's, that's for some people are... Uh, are, are, are secure, uh, are, is, is, is a positive statement, but some people see it as a risk. Uh, basically, Binance is getting too big. At which point, Binance is getting way too big and becoming a systemic risk on the environment? Thank you. Okay, so um, again, I think there's a lot of um, uh, balances there. Or there's, there's a lot to unpack. Uh, first of all, thanks for the positive comments uh, about Binance. And I think Binance became successful because uh, we did things well, because we did things well and we protected users. Uh, we had a decent product, we had decent servers, and we had very strong values on how to protect our users. And our actions kind of uh, uh, demonstrated that. Um, regarding concentration and centralization, etc., I think you know this topic is being discussed many times. Almost every time I do an AMA, this 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 topic came, comes up. Um, there are natural um, network effects that makes uh, successful businesses, successful platforms, uh, even successful protocols uh, become more popular. Um, and um, 
you know, if you look at Ethereum, it's a very popular network. Even though the fees are very high, people still use it uh, quite actively. For Binance.com, we uh, we built we built a very easy to use exchange that's secure that and we protect our users. And for exchanges, liquidity has a very strong network effect. Uh, <clears throat> Um, so because we have the global, we have a, we have a large pool of, we have the best liquidity in the world and we have, uh, we have a big chunk of the global liquidity. Trading on Binance is much cheaper, uh, is much safer than trading on other places. If you imagine, let's, let's split the Binance liquidity into a thousand different exchanges. So each exchange, let's say on, on average, only has one, one thousandth of the liquidity. Then it's much easier for a whale to move the price on any of one of those exchanges. And you will have, you know, the, the whale can, drive the price down and then drive the price back, uh, you will be a big spike. Uh, when those kind of spikes or what we call needles happen, guess what? People get liquidated in that process if, the, if other exchanges or that exchange offers futures. So today, having a global liquidity is actually the best protection mechanism we have for our users. So um, whenever there are many regulators who will ask us to split liquidity by country, we always tell them that's a, ba- that's a really bad idea for people in your country. Um, because you know, if we split if we split the liquidity two hundred different ways, um, again we have less liquidity e- each, and we will not have that level of protection. Um, so, um, so naturally, people want to trade on a place where they have the we have the deepest liquidity and there's less slippage, so that when you buy or sell, you get better prices, you save money. Um, slippage is actually more expensive than fees. Um, so people uh, people actually are willing to pay a fee on exchange with less slippage. Um, so that's just on the liquidity side. And then if you think about security, um, today we invest billions of dollars into security. We hire the best people. We buy the best uh, tools. <clears throat> we have the best monitoring systems. All of, this, uh, 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 all of this need to operate at scale. If we're a small exchange, we will not be able to spend, I wouldn't even say 10, 1 billion. I, I, we will not even be able to spend like a, a 10 million, or 100 million um, on, on, on security, um, uh, on security in, um, uh, investments or uh, uh, spendings. Then guess what? Uh, that exchange will be less secure. So, um, so all of these things, there's an economy of scale here that the stronger, the bigger ones do get bigger. And the, the, uh, the, uh, so that, that, that plays. At the same time, we do still of them, as you said, the risk uh, of a systemat- systematic failure then increases too. Um, so we, do, we should have multiple crypto exchanges in the space. Today, there are thousands or tens of thousands of exchanges in the space. We actually invested in many other, um, both centralized and decentralized exchanges. We actually want to promote, like, so this is why we almost never you know, try to push or um, destroy other centralized exchanges. We, uh, we actually encourage them to grow. We invest in them. Uh, but there is natural forces that make the bigger ones bigger. Um, that's just network effect um, at play. And in every industry, in every um, uh, economy, that happens to an extent. To, uh, uh, later on, when the centralized party gets too big um, uh, and when, when they become slow, when they become irresponsive to their users, when they're no longer protecting their users, then that opens doors for new startups, for new players to come in and, and, take, and, take, uh, and take that away. So, uh, so today, we're still very focused on providing the best user experience and the best user service. And when we do that, we'll get bigger. Um, and if, well, if we do that better than other people, then we'll get bigger. bigger. So um, that's natural competition. In a free market, in a decentralized market, um, networks 
network effects do, do come into play. So at the same time, we're investing very heavily in decentralized uh, protocols, decentralized efforts. And also, if you look at the Binance ecosystem outside of the centralized exchange, um, everything competes a little bit uh, uh, on its own and with each other. So, uh, for example, um, Binance.com lists BNB chain, Ethereum, many um, hundreds of other blockchains. And we're not just promoting the BNB chain alone. Um, BNB chain gets listed on other centralized exchanges um, and uh, coin market cap service, services a uh, couple thousand other exchanges. So uh, each one uh, are happy to work with <coughs> competitors or peers of that uh, of different parts in the ecosystem. So we promote that kind of open ecosystem. That's the best we can do. So um, yeah. So um, eventually, I do see that this this space should be there should be multiple centralized exchanges as they are today. But hopefully, some of the other ones um, do do become more prominent. Um, there should be more. There should there will be many many decentralized exchanges, and we're investing very heavily in that too. So yeah, we'll see how we'll see how the ecosystem grows. All right, I think that answers that. Thanks for that question. Let's move on. RD, you're next. Do you want to go ahead? It's easy. It's easy. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity to let me speak. Um, it's my pleasure actually. I was just going to have a, a quick question. You mentioned at one time the problem is having wallets to store your crypto assets and having to store your keys. And having to give that to like someone you trust. So I was just going to ask, does Binance have any plans on creating wallets? Because as you all know, millions of users trust Binance. So do you have any plans on creating wallets that will be safer for crypto users to use and more advanced in storing our private keys? So that's my question. Thank you. Uh, okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you do have a little bit of an accent. So you, your question is about wallets, right? Yeah, exactly. Like we are wallets, exactly. Yeah. Okay, okay, got it. Um, <clears throat> So, um, so how to how to hold your crypto is a fairly long, elaborate topic. Um, there's you know centralized exchanges that can use. There's your own wallets that you can use. There's mobile wallets. There's hardware wallets. Um, there are other multi-sig solutions. Um, there are threshold signature solutions, etc. So there's quite a lot of different. Uh, <clears throat> there's paper wallets. Um, so there's many different solutions that's available. Um, there's no one size fits all solution. Uh, it depends on how technical you are, um, how comfortable are you with you know, uh, backing up your own private key, uh, storing in multiple places. Are you familiar with encrypt encrypting a, uh, a um, USB drive? Um, do you have, let's say something, you know, eventually we all pass away. Um, so when that happens, um, do you have a way to give that to your kids? Before, um, before that happens, oh, when that happens, uh, or after that happens. So, um, how to take care of all of those things, and how, and fundamentally, how much money you're dealing with. You know, if you're dealing with a small amount of spending money, let's say you know it's ten dollars or a couple hundred dollars, you lose it. It's not a big deal. Then that's probably fine. Um, but if that if that amount of money is is, is life changing for you, then you gotta you gotta take care. You gotta do quite a number of other things to to secure it. So. Um, yeah, so I actually do recommend people to learn how to secure uh, both centralized exchanges, uh, exchange accounts, and also your own wallets. Um, uh, get if you're storing any meaningful amount of crypto on your own, get a hardware wallet. Look into uh, encryption solutions, um, and um, yeah, uh, there's quite a lot to learn. I don't think there's one single best approach. Um, and uh, if you're an institution, then you should look at custody solutions, which today mostly use multi-sig or threshold signatures. 
which require multiple people to sign, et cetera. So there are, um, that's a big topic. Um, but um, just last bit of advertising, if, if, it's, uh, if it's not a huge amount of life-changing money, then um, uh, Trust Wallet, which is a very easy to use mobile wallet, is, is a fantastic choice. Um, so um, it's very secure, but um, again, you have to keep your phone relatively secure and not lose your phone, et cetera. So yeah, there, there are many different choices. I won't be able to f- say like, you no, know, one solution is better than everybody else. Our trust wallet is here. So uh, yeah, it's on the screen. Great. Yeah, I'll just add to that and show Binance Academy in the blog and say that we've got a lot of resources on there um, for wherever you are on the spectrum from you know needing a hot wallet to hardware wallet or anything else. Um, we can also get a tweet out later to refresh your mind with those resources too. Okay, um, Yogesh, are you there? Hey. Hey, TV. Um, so first of all, I'm a big fan of you and Binance, like best customer service by far. So my question is, what advice would you give to young blockchain developers to get a job in Binance? And like, what things do you look for? Thank you. Okay. So, uh, well, first of all, you got to be good at the technical skills. But if you're a developer, you've got to you know, um, be able to write code. And it's, in, the, in this space, it's much easier if you can point to some GitHub repository of code that you wrote before, uh, your contributions on open source projects, etc. If you've done that, then fantastic. Uh, um, uh, and so there's a technical aspect to it. Um, uh, for, and then for Binance, we look for people who are passionate about crypto. Um, so um, Binance structures ourselves as providing access for people to crypto. We're not just a centralized exchange. Uh, we have the whole ecosystem. We have Trust Wallet. We have Coin Market Cap. We have uh, a, a number of open open blockchain, open uh, public blockchains, etc. So um, uh, we want people who are passionate about this industry. Um, other. Um, uh, other exchanges may have different uh, philosophies. They may be more money driven. They may be more trading driven. They're going back to you know stock trading or they're doing other things. Uh, we are doing um, we're doing more blockchain uh, development. We're doing Binance Pay, uh, Binance Card. All of this are crypto enabling enabling uh, technologies. So what I find is people who are very passionate typically do a much better job at Binance. Um, and also because we work majority remotely, uh, a very heavy majority remotely. Um, there's, you can work in any country, any city. Um, you don't have to come to the office, uh, uh, save for a few very key, uh, different uh, regulatory related roles. Um, so we need people who are very passionate, uh, who are self-motivated, uh, motivated to join us. Um, so that's the thing we usually look for. Perfect. All right. Daniel. Daniel here speaking. I'm CZ, big fan. You do a great job for the space in terms of pushing adoption. So really respect you on that front. My question was um, with a prompt when you try to use um, Luna on, on the platform and it says um, that the South Korean court has a warrant out um, for like the co-founder of Luna with that kind of uh, message slapped on, on the platform. I mean, which is actually correct. But what do you think that does for the space at large when um, there's a bunch of people who, I mean, in, even in Congress recently, someone said that um, a, a large cryptocurrency like Bitcoin is a decentralized um, Ponzi scheme. So what does that do for sentiment, generally speaking? Um, so, okay. Um, well, there's a few different things here. Um, I think for Luna, um, you know, um, the blockchain was open 
um, was a blockchain, you know, from 2018. I I don't know the details of um, the published arrest of Do Kuang, um, the search for the warrants, whatever. I don't know the details of that. To be honest, I did not um, look into that very uh, that closely. Um, I'm not sure if it's related to how he handled certain situations or how he communicated with certain people, users, etc. Uh, I'm not sure all the mishandling of the Luna UST uh, 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 issue, uh, or is it something broader? I don't really know, to be to be very frank. Um, and so far, there's no, uh, there's, so far, there's, as far as I know, there's no um, published information making Luna itself illegal to hold, uh, etc. Um, that's the information that I have. And, um, um, Luna was listed on Binance a long, long time ago. Um, so we, we, and the number of users using that, um, uh, having um, a Luna is actually quite high. Um, and you can look at the Luna C um, uh, uh, request. You can see like, you know, that community is pretty active. Uh, we go by community numbers. If there's, if something is used by a large number of users um, and we already support it, we can't just abruptly not support it. Um, and if we do, it actually hurts a lot of users. So we that's part of the protecting users uh, philosophy that, uh, that 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 we have to keep. Um, so um, yeah, so um, based on my understanding, all the arrest warrants, etc., specifically targeted at one person um, who was a, a figurehead, a leader uh, 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 for the project. But you now the project is an open source project; it's an open blockchain. So that's my understanding. Uh, with other people making comments, um, you know, saying Bitcoin is this and Bitcoin is that, um, that's, that has always been the case for the last 12, 13 years. Um, there's many skeptics. Um, to be honest, many of the skeptics actually make the community stronger. When the communities, you know, when, when some, when the communities attack, when Bitcoin is attacked, the guys were uh, OGs of Bitcoin, the guys who believe Bitcoin actually binds together stronger. Um, and we as a community actually, you know, uh, will continue to push it. And so different views is good. Uh, some some skeptical views actually keep the uh, keep everything in check and keep the industry healthier. Um, and just like some dips actually keep the industry healthier. Um, but so uh, those negative opinions usually doesn't so far has not dampen the adoption rate or the uh, uh, people's beliefs in um, in crypto. Um, for that, I on that topic, I highly encourage people to not change your views just because some other guy said something uh, emotional or sensational uh, or, or an opinion. Um, understand the fundamentals and decide if you like it. Um, if, you, um, if you look at Bitcoin, it's limited supply. Um, it's permissionless. Um, you can use the Bitcoin network how, uh, as long as you follow the Bitcoin protocol. No one can prevent you from sending a transaction. Um, um, so, uh, yeah, if those properties are valuable to you, then great. If those valuable properties are not valuable to you, then don't use it. Um, but don't let some, some, some guy's opinion change your opinion. Um, I think that, that, that would be naive. So, uh, and to be honest, the more... Overall, the more people who talk about Bitcoin, even if it's somewhat negative, um, it actually just makes the message spread more. Um, so it actually more coverage. So uh, the CEO of a, a, of a large bank talking about Bitcoin, even though slightly negatively, well, he's, talk, he's still talking about Bitcoin. Um, and um, more and more people are hearing about Bitcoin. So, uh, yeah, so I think, you know, uh, of course, we want to see more positive comments, ideally, but different people have different views, and that's perfectly fine. Um, but for most people, I encourage 
you know, um, form your own views by looking at the fundamentals. All right. Well, we've got a few minutes left. Two people left on stage, so this should work out well. Um, Crypto Jones, you were here first, so please go ahead. Hi. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. It's a, an honor to be able to speak. Um, the, the question I have is currently, that at the moment, there's an official BNB chain uh, community, um, which is focused heavily on DeFi. Um, I was just wondering, with like the recent listing of projects like Rareboards, um, which is an NFT market aggregator, which got accepted into the Most Valuable Builder program, is there any like focus from Binance to maybe look at like a BNB chain NFT community? And, and what are your thoughts um, on the, the BNB chain NFTs, really? And lastly, is the, the Binance cards ever going to come to the UK? And that's my question. Uh, okay, uh, there's a few different questions there. Um, yeah, so there is a fairly active community around BNB chain. Um, to be honest, our role um, is really just you know, provide support, provide funding, um, and provide encouragement. Sometimes, you know, we tweet for them, or we retweet them, uh, get them more exposure. So um, I do know Binance, um, uh, uh, the Binance, uh, there's a special fund actually just focused on uh, BNB chain projects, um, investing, um, and um, not just investment, like sometimes they're just grants, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, here's a little, here's a bit of money. Just go develop something and to, to help uh, small uh, developer groups. Um, sometimes it's incubations. Um, there's multiple incubation seasons, and um, what I heard um, from them a while ago is uh, they're going to increase the speed of that. Um, have more incubation projects, uh, incubation programs going on. So in each incubation, I think the number I saw was the last incubation season they did. They got like 800 applications. They choose um, they choose 16 projects. Um, so um, incub- incubation investments, etc. And NFT is one of those things that you know. There, uh, each season, there's multiple projects around the NFT um, area that's being built. NFTs, you know, NFT markets going through uh, a correction uh, by most uh, reasonable means. But um, the, I, I still believe that uh, to, uh, NFTs, uh, the use case is not just for selling JPEGs. Um, there's so many more use cases for NFTs that we have not even built. So hopefully those will get built and NFTs uh, as a technology will continue to uh, grow and flourish. Um, lastly, on the UK, um, yeah, so we do have a team that's working actively um, uh, uh, for UK. Um, we are uh, in the process uh, of, uh, well, uh, together with other jurisdictions, um, we, we, we are looking to explore to uh, acquire licenses, uh, apply for licenses. We, uh, co- we, have, we have communications with, um, uh, with the regulators and different agencies. Um, but UK went through quite a, quite a bit of um, uh, uh, turmoil in the, in the past little while, right? So there was the um, prime minister change, um, and then there was uh, the sadness of, of the queen passing away. So um, some of those efforts are a little bit slow, but we are working on it. All right. And then Marcus, thanks for waiting until the end. Please go ahead. Hey, ZZ, great to connect. Um, by way of introduction, my name is Marcus. I'm a fellow at the Ethereum Foundation, uh, where we are essentially exploring how we can onboard the next billion users, particularly in emerging economies. Um, really love how much Binance has pushed the needle on uh, really onboarding users, particularly in emerging economies. But would love to get your thoughts on one um, you know, what are the key roadblocks and barriers you see to reaching widespread adoption and onboarding those next billion? And two, also would love to connect with the Binance team and, and have a more in-depth conversation and basically uh, putting together an open source research uh, proposal to publish this out to the wider community and 
propose some some building efforts to accelerate that adoption. But yeah, thanks again for the space and looking forward to hearing your answers. Sure. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, uh, 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 let's have our team reach out to you um, after this to explore the um, collaboration front. Um, and on the question, um, so for um, for Binance, we it's very important for us for mass adoption. Uh, we prioritize that much more over profit, uh, targeting high income regions, uh, high revenue regions, et cetera. So this is why, you know, I, I personally visited Africa four times this year. Um, I was in Latin for like a month and a half. Um, and uh, um, I visited Brazil, uh, um, uh, Mexico, um, Colombia, uh, Paraguay, uh, Argentina, um, and, a, and a few other countries, um, and El Salvador. So, um, and so... <clears throat> Uh, we like to we, we just want to help people to access crypto, whether that's you know high profit or not. Mm, that's a secondary consideration. Uh, in the less developed parts of, of the world, um, there's pros and cons. Um, for example, in Africa, the banking penetration is probably about 11 percent today. Um, so only 11 percent of the population have bank accounts. Um, it's actually might not be a might not be a minus because well people can just use a smartphone and smartphone penetration is increasing at exponential speed people can just use our smartphone and then deal with crypto deal with blockchain and they have access to uh, financial products uh, they have access to payments um, they have access to remittances transfers all of these things are available to them now um, typically in 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 this in this less developed parts of the world education is really really important uh, many uh, there are a higher uh, percentage of illiteracy, so um, education is really important. Sometimes it's not even about about not even about, about blockchain. Sometimes it's even about um, how to use uh, the internet, how to use technologies, um, very simple stuff. Um, so uh, Binance have multiple uh, educational programs: Binance, Binance Academy, Binance Masterclass, um, and we launching we launched the Binance Scholarship Program, and the Binance Intern Programs with different universities and uh, educational uh, institutions. Um, for the, also in Africa, we help to build more than a hundred schools in Africa, uh, and those are just normal elementary high schools, not just not blockchain schools. So, um, yeah, so we're doing all of that. And also, lastly, well, not lastly, and very importantly, we also have to work very closely with governments. Uh, we can't just do this alone. Um, so this is why I, um, I fly to many different countries with, with meet with head of states, uh, senior politicians um, to, uh, to push this. Um, Usually those conversations are very high level, uh, to be very frank. Um, you know, th usually that's, okay, we embrace blockchain from the president of a country. And that's usually, that's usually enough um, because at, the, at that level, um, um, that kind of uh, signaling um, is helpful for the industry to grow. Um, and like not to be arrogant, luckily today um, I, uh, in the industry, I think I'm one of the very few people who have that level of uh, access. Um, when I go to a new country, I can typically ask, hey, would it be rude to meet with the president or the prime minister, etc.? The answer is usually no. Um, the, usually, the answer is usually fine. We'll, we'll, we'll help you to arrange some meetings. Um, and I think that do help the industry to grow. So I spend quite a lot of my time doing that. Um, which is actually not that exciting. Um, so, but yeah. So, in, in all of those places, um, uh, that's what we do on the on the on the uh, what what I call pushing front. But fundamentally, though, we do need to make the products easier to use. So, um, we got to make it easier for people for normal people to be able to hold cryptocurrency securely 
using a simple devices. So today, the, to- the topics I just mentioned, like how do you do backups of private keys? How do you uh, make sure that your kids can get them if you're not around? Um, so those kind of things are quite difficult to do today for a normal person. Um, so um, how do we make centralized exchanges more secure, easier to use? And centralized exchanges solve a lot of those problems. But still, m- many people's computers get hacked. Um, how do we make computers more secure? Um, how do we have less viruses, et cetera? So all of those things are actually important for adoption. So we got to make the tools easier for people to use. Um, yeah, so that's, that's in a nutshell, everything we, a lot of, a few of the things we do. Um, yeah, so I think we target, um, we target to do this AMA once a month, um, 30 minutes each. We'll go over, we went over by a few minutes, um, targeting about 10 or so questions. Um, so thank you so much for everyone for joining and uh, we'll do this very frequently. Great. Yeah, thanks a lot, CZ. And apologies to everyone with a hand up that we didn't get to. I try my best to remember who asked questions last time so we get different people on each time. So look forward to seeing you again next month. So hopefully you can get your question in front of CZ. All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a good weekend. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the CZ AMA hosted by Binance, recorded on Friday, September 23rd, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Laser beam focused, star scream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man's swagger. Sitting in a little den, envision in the middle men. Listen to the fatal man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Little Dan envision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal lit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds view. Gotta find cover. Wipe off the bird poop. Ride off the work while you try on the worst juice. Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth. Slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you. Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants. I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis. Mock up a face. Make a call me resilient. Waiting for the internet to make me a billion. Vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how All the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Terrorist
Spaces. <laughs>